Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Welcome back to Find Your Sexy. I am so excited to share with you that I have been working behind the scenes on updating this Find Your Sexy podcast a little bit. It's pretty amazing to think that this podcast started back in 2019 and has grown and shifted and evolved into something that at the time when I first started it, I have I had I, I honestly had no idea that it was going to turn into what it is and that women were going to need the conversations that we have on this podcast. And that's what I love so much about podcasting is that the conversations end up turning into what we all need and what we want to be hearing about and learning about and talking about. And I'm just so grateful that I can provide a platform in any in any size, in any sense to really talk about the importance of self-love and confidence and embracing your sexuality as women and redefining what that means. So as I've been working on some of these fun changes for the podcast, I've been thinking a lot about really the purpose of the podcast and what what it means to find your sexy. I kind of have gone back to the roots of what I wanted when I first started Find Your Sexy and what I wanted women to feel and know and learn. And it's this. It's at, at the root of finding our sexy, no matter who we are, we have to first learn how to love ourselves, how to practice self-love and what the hell that even means, and how to step into and embrace our authentic confidence. But when you get down to it, it's really all about that self-love. It starts with self-love. That self-love is the foundation upon which everything else is built. The confidence is built off of your self-love. And finding your sexy happens when you're able to learn how to love yourself and embrace it and practice it daily. So today I want to share 10 ways that you can practice self-love right now this week. Because a lot of people are wanting to feel more confident. They're wanting to feel sexier in their own skin. They want to learn how to love themselves. And they love that idea of self-love, but they're like, where do I even start? And I know this because I have these types of conversations with not only women, but people all of the time. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about where to start. And I'm going to give you 10 simple ways that you can start practicing self-love this week. All right, number one, I want you to number, there's two parts to this. First, I want you to learn what your love language is if you do not already know. And number two, I want you to use your love language on yourself this week. 
Because, spoiler alert, if you didn't know, your love language is how you best receive love and also how you give love. And a lot of times they're the same for us. We might give love one way and receive love most effectively in a different way. But I want you to figure out how you best receive love. What is your love language? And use that love language on yourself. Okay, I've done a whole podcast series on specifically the different ways you can practice each of the love languages on yourself. So if you need some ideas, go go back and visit that podcast episode. But that is one of the most effective ways for you to begin experiencing what it means to practice self-love in a way that's going to positively benefit you. You're going to be able to receive that love because it is your love language. So that's number one. Number two, I want you to honor your body and allow yourself whatever kind of rest it is that you need. And what I mean by that is sometimes we need physical rest, sometimes we need mental rest, we need emotional rest, right? Like all different parts of our body are constantly going, 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 especially if we're working towards something. And if we're if we're working really hard on building confidence and trying to grow as human beings, oftentimes we hold ourselves to this standard and sometimes we just need to take a break and rest. And especially if you are a high achieving person, if you are a mom, you might be made to feel, whether it's from other people or maybe pressures you're putting on yourself, you might be made to feel like you have to earn your rest or you aren't worthy of your rest. And this week, I really want you to just be aware of what you need. Do you need to make sure that you prioritize a really good night's sleep and do whatever it takes to make sure you get that good night's sleep? Do you need to take a nap? Do you need to stay in one night instead of going out? Find one way that you can prioritize rest for yourself this week. Number three, this is not going to be the first time you've heard this. I want you to talk to yourself in the mirror this week. If this is something that maybe I've inspired you to regularly do, I'm so glad, I'm so proud of you for doing this. Continue to do it this week. If not, I know you've heard me talk about the impact and importance of mirror talk. So start it this week. Try it this week. There's no time like the present. So why not? This is the perfect time to start. And there's a couple different ways you can do this through mirror affirmations, through loving statements, or having a pep talk. I have done specific podcast episodes on how to talk to yourself in the mirror and different ways to practice mirror talk. So go back and listen to those episodes if you need some support or ideas. But I want you to get in the habit of talking to yourself in the mirror this week because when you're talking to your own reflection, you are going to build trust with yourself and build a deeper connection to yourself that you're going to have more compassion, more trust, more empathy, and you're really going to be able to receive the kind words you're saying to yourself and learn to love yourself on a deeper level. All right, number four. This week, I want you to forgive yourself for something that you've been holding on to. 
We all do it. We all have things that we have been blaming ourselves for, holding on to. We have that little knife in our side that like over the years it just twists and twists a little more. I want you to give yourself permission to remove one of those knives this week and forgive yourself for something, even if it's something you can't justify, even if it's something that you're like, this was so wrong, I can't believe I did this. Guess what? You're human. You're not perfect. We all make mistakes. I'm sure I made a mistake today. I'm sure I'll make one tomorrow, right? Now, some might be... more impactful than others. We might make some larger mistakes and some smaller mistakes. Whatever that one thing is that you're thinking of right now as you're listening to this, I want you to just give yourself permission to let it go. Forgive yourself. Because if we're holding on to all that blame and guilt, subconsciously we are not thinking kind thoughts about ourselves. And that is going to lead to self-deprecation and encourage negative self-talk, which is the opposite of what we need in order to actively practice self-love. Number, what are we on? One, two, three, four, five. I should really number my list so I know where I am, right? Number five, I want you to eat one of your favorite meals. This is such a simple one and I throw it in there because... Food has the ability to heal and comfort and allow us to celebrate who we are, where we've been, who we're becoming, like so much of our identities and the things that we really love about life are tied to food. So on the flip side of that, a lot of us, especially women, have gone through stages or cycles or maybe it's even become like a normal lifestyle for you where we deny ourselves of our favorite foods because of God only knows all the a million reasons we're told why we shouldn't eat it. So throw all that out the window this week and eat one of your favorite meals, whether it's something that you make at home or something that you go out and buy. Eat that comfort food this week, baby. Eat it up. All right, number six. I want you to actively reframe a negative thought this week. Again, I know I keep saying this, but you know this is what this podcast is all about. I've done specific podcast episodes on reframing your negative thoughts and refusing negative self-talk and my stop, drop, and roll method for replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones. So the next time that you have a negative thought about yourself this week, I want you to just lovingly stop and release it and just immediately replace it with something positive about yourself, something that you love about yourself, a kind of compliment about yourself, a positive affirmation. If you commit to doing this the next time this happens, you're going to experience what it feels like when you make that reframe and you make that shift And my hope is that that encourages you to continue that reframe when you notice negative thought patterns popping up in your mind. Number seven, I want you to, I I realize I keep saying I want you to, I want you to. Number seven, make a list of qualities you are proud of. 
And guess what? If you do this, this is actually going to make it easier for you to reframe those negative thoughts when they do pop up. Whether it is character traits about yourself that you love or things that make you unique or things that you're proud of yourself for, I want you to physically make a list of all things that you love about yourself, things that you're proud of yourself for, so you can actually visually see it. And like I said, this can be a good place to visit when you need to reframe some negative thoughts. Also, this is just a good thing to have as a visual reminder on those days that feel extra hard because life happens. Like life is not going to throw us a bone just because we've decided to commit to loving ourselves and being kinder. It's still going to show up like a bully some days. And if you can visit this list to remind yourself that you're not this horrible shitty person that sometimes the villain in your brain tries to tell you that you are on those tough days, that will be your saving grace on those days. And that list is coming from you. It's not coming from anybody else but you. So that's the most powerful thing that you can be seeing in those moments. All right, number eight, wear what makes you feel the most like you. I've talked about how much power this holds before, but when you physically show up in something, and I say show up, show up in life, in your own life as the main character, of course, in something that you're not comfortable in, if you are dressing in clothes that feel like you 10 years ago, you're not going to internally be able to express yourself in the way that feels authentic to who you are now. And I know that might sound wild, but trust me, I don't know if I I feel like we've all had those days where we leave the house in a hurry and all day you are just uncomfortable because you don't feel like yourself and what you have on, right? It's like the only, the only thing causing that is what you're physically wearing because you're still you, Just because you are wearing an outfit you don't feel comfortable in doesn't mean that you're not you, but we feel so physically uncomfortable in the outfit that we're wearing that internally it it throws us off. We don't feel like ourselves. We might not be thinking the same. We We might not speak up and express ourselves the same. So I want you to wear what makes you feel the most like you, not what is expected of you to wear. Of course, I understand if you have a job and have to dress a certain way to work, I get that. But maybe after work, when you're going out to dinner on the weekend, find that power outfit that makes you feel like the main fucking character of your life that you are and dress that way this week and take note of how you feel when you are out living your life in that outfit that makes you feel the most like you. And... Figure out what it is that gives you that energy, that makes you feel that way, and start incorporating those things into your wardrobe on a daily basis. But just start this week by doing it once and see how you feel. All right, number nine, please, please, please ask for help. And what I mean when I say this is we all feel like we have a bajillion things we need to do and get done. And we all feel 
I shouldn't say we all feel, but a lot of us feel guilty asking for help or we feel like we're weak if we ask for help. And I'm here to let you know that it is okay to ask for help. And by you actually turning to somebody and asking for help with something, that is an incredible act of self-love because you are giving yourself the grace to give up control on something that feels out of control to you and receive help so you can show up as an even better version of yourself not overwhelmed, not as stressed out. And that is such a kind thing that you can do for yourself. So whether it's you need help figuring something out at work and you've been hesitant to ask, whether you just need help with cooking dinner one night and you need to ask your spouse or a family member, maybe you need help with something with your kids or you need, you need help finding a resource for something you're creating, do yourself the incredible honor this week of just figuring out who you can ask to just please help you with this one thing. You deserve that. And last but not least, certainly not least, because this might be the most powerful act of self-love you can, you can do for yourself this week. I'm going to really challenge you to say no to something that you want to say no to. Whether that is an invitation somewhere that you feel like, oh, I'm expected to show up here, but deep down you don't really wanna go, we've all been there, right? Maybe that's a great opportunity for you to say no. Or if somebody expects you to work outside of your normal work hours, is there a kind way you can say no? Whatever is going to provide you with more time and space to feel like a better version of you, I want you to say no to the thing that's preventing you from feeling that way this week and just see see how that happens. But by doing that, it's going to encourage you to start setting those healthy boundaries with not only other people in your life, but yourself as well. So if you need to say no to yourself for something, by all means, that counts. Whatever's going to best serve you by saying no, girl, you say no. You say no, 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 no. All right, I hope that that gives you a good starting point as you head into this week, whether you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, whether you're finding this episode later in the future, I really, really challenge you to practice self-love using any or all of these 10 methods this week. And please remember that self-love is the core. It is the foundation upon which everything else in our life is built. Our confidence, our self-esteem, our energy, our passions, everything. Everything stems from self-love. It is so, so important and you deserve to pour some time and energy into it to invest into that future version of you who loves the hell out of herself. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. And as always, until next time, go out there and find your sexy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. 
For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.